What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Kilo Logo. And this is Iman Harut. And welcome to the Code Passionately podcast, where we talk about everything that's relevant to mobile developers. So we got a pretty awesome topic today. Um, Iman, you want to tell them what, it's, what it is? Yeah, so today we're going to talk about all the different paths you could take to learning programming. That's right. So if you're somebody that's looking to get into programming or somebody that is still learning programming, I think we're all still learning programming, but we just kind of, uh, we kind of go over some of the different options that you have in regards to how you can learn programming, how you can continue your education and things like that. So, you know, let's go ahead and just jump right into the, into it. Um, you know, we're going to start off by talking about school and university. So, you know, this is one of the most common, or this is one of the most uh, known paths into programming. Uh, Eman, tell me a little bit about what it means to go to school or to go to university, university to learn programming. Yeah, it's typically like a four-year program, and the gold standard till this day is the computer science degree. Even though I've been seeing more software development degrees come up, which might be more uh, practical, believe it or not, for day-to-day uh stuff you'll do on the job uh but yeah for your program uh we'll, we'll run through real quick some of the pros and cons and then we can kind of discuss uh you know what our thoughts are on it uh real quick some of the pros uh you'll learn a, a ton about data structures and algorithms logic and math uh so this is specifically if you're taking the computer science route which we're going to be assuming for our discussion today um i think the the biggest benefit to this is you'll do better in in certain interviews, especially if you're going for like one of the bigger companies like Amazon, Google, uh, Facebook, uh, Apple, all those guys. Um, so if, if that's kind of what you're targeting, data structures and algorithms are going to be extremely important. Data structures, I think, are good regardless, though. Uh, you, you should probably know data structures. The second uh, pro is just the degree looks good on your resume. So if you're good, if you're going like toe to toe with someone for a job interview and, you know, they could go either way. If you have that degree, it's probably going to give you that little bit of an edge over them. Uh, The third uh, pro is uh, networking. So this assumes that you're going to school in person, right? Uh, I think one of the biggest values for getting a degree is you get to meet people, you establish relationships. And then when all of you graduate, you know, if one of your friends gets a job, they could kind of help you get into the same company. So that's a really high value thing. In fact, if I was going to an expensive school with an expensive tuition, that's probably the only way I'll I'll go is if it was in person and I could have those relationships because in a way that's more valuable than the degree itself. The fourth pro is certain colleges give you name recognition like MIT and Stanford. And the fifth one is it holds you accountable because if you're dropping tens and thousands of dollars on an education, you you bet your butt you're going to be studying and trying your best to pass. (laughs) So there's that. Um, Before I know that was really quick, but we kind of want to get into just discussing school in general and what our thoughts are. Do you want to add anything to the pros before I jump into the cons, Kyle? You know, um, 
I'm going to wait until we go through the cons before I give my feedback and input so that we can discuss all of it. So let's just okay. go through the cons real quick so that we so that we kind of have them highlighted right here. And then we can t discuss a little bit of everything all at once. Got it. So here's the first con off the list. It's that it's the most expensive option. So it's kind of like a strength and a weakness, right? It's going to hold you accountable, but you're also forking out the most cash to go down this route. Second one is it's outdated curriculum. Uh, oftentimes, uh, computer science degrees have very dated curriculum. You'll be learning older languages. You're not going to be getting the stuff you need for the job. So a lot of times, including some of my friends, they went through uh, a university uh, program and they graduated and they're like, oh, my God, it's, you know, it's kicking their butt out there because they literally don't know any of the skills they need for the job. So that's extremely like that's an extreme, extremely big drawback, especially because you're forking out all that money. The fourth one is it takes the longest to complete. So of all the paths we're going to discuss today, this is four years long. And that's just, you know, the longest path you're going to take. The fifth one is the schedule. Usually with universities, the schedule is what it is. You need to adapt to whatever times the, the professors are available. Assuming you're going in person, if you're taking it online, then this con doesn't really apply. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Those are the pros and cons for university. What are your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to start right back at the top talking about like some of the pros that you had mentioned, right? So data structures and algorithms, and then also like essentially getting hired for the job. So if you go through the the university or school route, then you're going to have a degree, you're going to have a solid foundation on uh, computer science, all these different things. And you're going to have just like, I think, I think a lot of people that go through the degree, and once they have that, that, that certificate or whatever, they're their bachelor's in their hand, then they're going to have that level of confidence saying like, you know what, um, I can apply for this job because bam, right there on the job description, it says four year degree computer science or whatever, bam, that's an immediate tick. And you can say like, oh, you know what, I do qualify for this job. So it's going to give you some, um, it's going to give you some confidence. It's going to set you up uh, you set you up a little bit better in regards to the hiring process. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be the right fit for the job or you're going to have all the skills for the job, but you will be better off in regards to getting hired. So the hired part and the actual working and doing the work as a mobile developer part are two completely different things. And I want to make sure that we, we acknowledge that, but Overall, you're going to be much better off if you go the um, the university route. Um, any thoughts on that, Iman? Yeah, I just want to emphasize a few things. Uh, if you're going into this for mobile development, you should start learning Android, iOS on the side while you're in school because you're not going to graduate with the skills you need for the job. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's more agnostic, the stuff they teach you. It's like more theory than practice usually so you definitely want to be ready when you graduate to just you know you need to know ios or android inside out and there aren't besides maybe stanford i don't think they really teach that stuff and uh look at online options and make sure the curriculum is good because just because it's a university program doesn't mean you know the classes and the teachers are the best 
but it is good. You, you do, do learn a lot of theory. Who do we recommend this to? I would say it's for people who, two types of people I would suggest it to. One is high school students who are planning on going to a university anyway, might as well you know, learn what's relevant to your interests and get that computer science degree. Or for me, I would personally say that if you're learning development, uh, software development, just learn it on your own. And then later on, if you want to circle back to getting a degree to kind of round out your knowledge, that's another really good option. And I know a few people who've done it and actually I'm looking into potentially doing it as well. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, um, totally agree uh, in regards to like who should actually go down this path. So essentially anybody that's already going to a university or a school, if that's already the plan, like, you know, there's some type of obligation that you have to go to school, then I highly recommend, you know, just continuing going down that path since you plan on going down it anyways, right? If you're going to go get a bachelor's, don't go get it in something stupid like psychology, which is what I thought I was going to do. Uh, do it in computer science something that's going to like carry over to the field that you actually plan on going into. So if you're already going into the path of school, definitely go that route. Uh, the, the only other person that I would really recommend this to is somebody that has already figured out what they want to do with their life. And usually the person that's right out of high school doesn't know what they want to do with their life. So I would recommend this to somebody that would be a little bit older, maybe in their 30s and up after they've had some life experience and they know exactly what they want um, and they know what career they want to stay in for maybe the rest of their life or a good you know, 10, 20 years after uh, they make their decision because, um, you know, like, like Eman had mentioned, this is a very expensive option. It's a very time consuming option. And the worst thing that you could do is decide to go to a university and go down this route when you end up going off when, when in reality, you think you're just going to go off and be like, you know, a self-starter freelancer type of person and your degree doesn't really have anything to do with what you actually want to do in life. So those are the people that I would recommend it to. Um, something else that I think that you should just consider is, you know, if you are in a situation to where um, you, you don't know if you should go to school or not and um, you have all these responsibilities, just remember that like people that graduate from college, they still have to go back and choose one of the other options to learn how to do mobile programming most of the time. Um, what you'll find with a lot of people that have graduated from college in the past is that they'll say that they are also kind of self-taught self developers because they ended up having to go and learn iOS or Android development by themselves because it wasn't something that they were actually taught in school. So just keep that in mind as well as that um, it's not going to be the final solution. You're still going to have to learn even after you go through the college route. Um, so it, it, it shouldn't be something that you feel like is blocking you from becoming a programmer. Right on. And of course, uh, wh this is for people who can afford it, people who have four years to go to school, uh, all those things, it, people who have the schedule, who, who can like, you know, attend classes, all of that. Uh, quick side note. There is a school called Western Governors University. I just found this and I thought it was interesting and I thought I'd share it for our listeners. Basically, what attracted me about this school, and we're not getting any kickback from them, you know, it's not like there's any financial incentive for you guys to go check this out, you guys and gals. But, you know, it's very cheap, very affordable for university. It, you pay like 3500 ish 
per semester and that's six months long and in those six months you can complete as many classes as you can so you you basically take like a final and if you pass that final you get credit i've seen people on reddit do the entire curriculum in one six-month period so they got a computer science degree it was just one payment of $3,500. So that's just something cool I thought I'd share in case anyone wants to check it out. Okay. I might check that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, and then now there are two more uh, paths. There are three primary ones. So one is the school, right? The second one is boot camps and the third one self-taught. So let's dive into a little bit about boot camps. So boot camps are just like what they sound like, right? It's basically you go off somewhere for three to four months and you're going to live, breathe, eat, sleep code like morning till night. You're just going to get up, go to your lessons, learn with a bunch of other people, and then you're going to be practicing all day. You're going to go to sleep. Same thing tomorrow and the next day. So it's meant to teach you programming like zero to 60 in the shortest amount of time possible. So uh, this is great for people who you know, they want to make a career change and they don't want to like study for years, this is probably the option for you. So the pros are the curriculum for most boot camps are very practical. It's almost like a trade school. Like you're going to learn exactly what you need for the job. Uh, the second pro is that it's much faster to complete than a university. The third, it's three, four months, like I said. The third pro is it's more affordable than colleges. Um, now, boot, ca boot camps can range from like $5,000 all the way to like $20,000. There are some, I think, that are free as well. But then when you get hired, uh, whatever your salary is, a percentage of it goes back to the school. Um, that's a very controversial topic. Some people feel like it's unethical, this, that. I'm not going to get into that. I'm just laying it out there in case that's something that you might want to do. Um, the fourth one is it, a lot of these boot camps assist with job placement. So they might have relationships with companies already. These companies are desperate for engineers, right? And there aren't enough engineers, uh, people becoming engineers to meet that demand. So a lot of companies reach out to these boot camps and say, Hey, whenever, you know, another class graduates, refer some of the people to our company, we'll hire them. So that's a really big benefit. The fifth one is networking. Again, you're going to be, you know, uh, spending several months with a bunch of people. A lot of those people are going to get jobs. So, you know, you're going to have those valuable relationships. A few cons. The first one is it's very demanding. You you're this is like just like boot camp. You're going to be like working it out the whole time. You're going to be uh, morning till night just studying. So you need to be like prepared mentally for that. This uh, It's like a full-time job, basically. The second one is it can still be expensive. Uh, it could be upwards of 20, 25, 30 grand. And the third one is there are lots of poor quality boot camps out there. So if you're considering this route, you want to do a lot of research, uh, make sure they're not being deceptive about their hiring rates, make sure their curriculum is good. Make sure, you know, maybe talk to people who graduated from that boot camp. Do your research when it comes to boot camps. So <laughs> I feel like I just spoke one long sentence. Kyle, what are your thoughts about boot camps? Okay, so 
uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I am a self-taught programmer. Um, I And we're going to go over that next. But when I was just getting started, I did consider boot camps. I knew I wasn't going to go to school for four years to learn this stuff. I knew that. Um, I, but I did start looking into boot camps, and the thing that deterred me the most was just simply the price and the um, the demanding hours, right? So first of all, like Eman had mentioned, a lot of these boot camps are like you're like practically sleeping there, or you're in some type of area. You might even fly out of state to go attend a specific boot camp, something like that. So. First of all, I couldn't even afford a flight, let alone the tuition fee of a boot camp. There was just no way that it was going to happen. I was working at a restaurant. I was making like less than $30,000 a year, and I, I'm i not going to be able to pull $7,000 together to just go and do this thing. And on top of that, I had a family. I already had responsibilities. There's, there was no way I was going to do this, right? So this that was like my main deterrent from boot camps now in regards to what i've seen in the past when talking to people that have graduated from boot camps um i have seen like a lot of people actually get into companies um sometimes like together they'll apply for the same company and since they have uh like a, a really good strong foundation on programming and uh the boot camp that they went to covered like how to get hired they end up getting hired together so it goes back to that networking thing it goes back to um you know having a strong foundation very similar to what we talked about for universities. Um, so if you if you have the money and you have the time, right, then go for it. I would say, yeah, definitely go for boot camp because it's going to give you structured learning. And that's the important thing about these these first two um, paths that that you, go, that you go down. Boot camps and universities give you this structured learning, but you have to make sure that you do your do your due diligence on the boot camp because as E-Man said, a lot of them uh, have, are very poor quality. They'll charge a premium, but they don't necessarily get you hired. And there are schools out there that will, or their boot camps or schools or whatever they want to call themselves, there are places out there that will do the thing where you don't pay anything up front, um, but you pay if you get hired and then like, uh, you know, within six months after finishing the program, um, you know, there, there are these programs out there. I'm just saying, uh, do your due diligence. Make sure you get like honest testimonials from people. Uh, don't just go with whatever's on their site. Find people that aren't happy with the program and find out what were the problems with that program and see if that's something that would really bother you or deter you from taking that boot camp. And I like to try to find the worst case scenario to see, okay, I, I know all the good ones are being highlighted by the website. So what are the, the most terrible scenarios? What are the most terrible stories that they have? And let me see if that's something that I could deal with if I were in that position, even though I know it might, it most likely won't happen to me. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'll add to that is if you're thinking about this route, uh, first try learning programming online because before you go to a boot camp, you kind of want to get a sense of what programming is like and if it's something you enjoy doing. Because for a lot of people, I worry that they sign up for a boot camp and then, you know, one week into it, they realize like they hate coding or it's not for them. So, you know, definitely learn ahead of time a bit. Uh, there are a lot of online courses you could take and just dabble with it. And if it still holds your interest after that and you have like a high degree of confidence that this is what you want to do for a living. At that point, look at a boot camp that teaches the platform that you want to specialize in. And that's about it. 
um, let's let's go right into the self-taught route. And I think this is probably the most popular one. Oh, by the way, I was actually considering boot camps too, Kyle, uh, when I was first learning. Uh, I didn't have the money for it as well. Uh, I was seriously considering getting a loan, but I'm glad I didn't because initially I was looking at a JavaScript slash web development uh, bootcamp, but I ended up just learning iOS online. So let's go ahead and go the self-taught route. So self-taught, self-taught. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> self-taught is, is beautiful. It's, it's my favorite because I think it's, it's, it's like the democratic, fully available, freest, lowest cost way. It's like anyone is welcome. As long as you're hungry and you want it, uh, self-taught is for you. You can do it. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll just, I'll just list off the pros. First one is it's self-paced. So you can learn it as fast or as slow as you need. So if you're busy, you have a job, that's okay. You know, you could sign up to a class online, pay uh, 10, 20 bucks a month and just learn it as you go. It's not going to break the bank, right? Um, and you can kind of set it to your own schedule. So there's no boot camp. There's no uh, courses you need to uh, go to out of school. It's all according to how you want to do it. And the second one is it's just extremely cost effective. A lot of people become self-taught without ever spending money on anything. They just, you know, learn from free resources online, whether it's articles, books, videos. It's just it's it's basically learning through the Internet. You know, if you know how to use Google, you know how to become a self-taught developer. So those are some of the benefits of self-taught. Now, here are some of the cons. The first one is there's a lack of accountability. So self-taught requires self-discipline. If this is the path you're going down, you need to be driven and you need to be motivated for this, right? Um, the second one is that it lacks structure. So again, this is this is up to you as a person. Like, do you need that structure? Do you need that accountability? Now. When I say it lacks structure, what I kind of mean is at a boot camp, you show up and they tell you, you need to learn A, then B, then C. And then you, you know, you graduate, you get your, you know, education with self-taught, you need to figure out what is important to learn. You need to figure out, oh, I need to learn Swift. I need to learn UI kit. I need to learn Swift UI. All those things, you need to develop that curriculum first, and then you need to Go and find resources that teach those things. So you're you're kind of responsible for that. Uh, number three is it can be difficult to get unstuck when you're when you hit a bug or there's a language feature that's confusing to you. So you don't have your peers when you're uh, doing self-taught uh, development. You don't have a teacher or someone like an instructor they could always just ask immediately. Having said that self-taught is all about learning online and maybe locally through people you meet up so you can still post questions on twitter on stack overflow or google your questions and hopefully that's enough to get you unstuck the last one is there's no job assistance so you know if you're self-taught you're responsible for showing something for it when you're done learning um actually i don't even like saying that you're never done learning but you should develop your own portfolio. There is no certificate or anything at the end unless you enroll in a program that gives you that. 
but ultimately you need to provide and show employers that you know what you're talking about and you can do a good job. Uh, Kyle, go ahead and take it away with your opinions on self-taught. Yeah. So like I said, I was self-taught, right? And um, everything, like the majority of everything that I learned was through online resources or maybe a book here and there, um, but like pretty much anything I could get my hands on for very cheap. Like I said, I was working at a restaurant at the time and um, I didn't have a whole lot of money. So this was the only route that made sense to me. And the only reason why it worked for me was because of the flexibility on the hours and because I was super hungry and willing to do like to go through it and I really enjoyed doing it right so in regards to flexibility and hours right if you have responsibilities if you have kids if you already have a job if you have bills this is going to be a very appealing option to you but before you take that step of thinking like oh self-taught is the way for me i need you to understand that this is the hardest route to go down and it's because look at all the cons that were brought up by email like there are far more cons than there are pros to this to this path right um it's cost effective yeah like like i think i only spent maybe like $500 in total across like some some very few online courses because there weren't that many when I started and then maybe a book here and there and then maybe some other random stuff that I try to spend money on but um, it was like less than 500 and way less than a thousand I know that much and um, that was spread out over a couple of months um, but I was able to bring my computer to work because I was like a man I was a manager at the restaurant so on those slow days I was I was in the office I was coding stuff up whenever I could I was hungry to learn so I was willing to like push through those obstacles and that is like I think the number one thing that's gonna stop most people if you're doing this just to get a job if you're doing this only for the money you don't enjoy programming like you don't like the actual act of programming this is going to be a very tough route for you and that's because you're gonna hit a roadblock and if you don't want to see the other side of that roadblock if you're not encouraged to make it to the other side you're just going to give up on programming altogether and you think it's it's just way too hard for you to do so um, just keep that in mind and like i said even if you do go to a college you're probably going to come back down this route um, but but the fact that you have that structured learning in the path in the past will help you um, but but it doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that you'll be able to get there um, very quick because once again you have to figure out how to learn and build up your knowledge and which blocks fit on top of each other now there are a lot of online resources um, more and more every year it gets easier and easier every year but it's still not just easy awesome yeah and i i went down this route too of course uh, and i did similar thing uh, when i would go to my job on my lunch breaks i would just Go to my car with my laptop just pop open you know raywenderlich.com and just like read tutorials and try to like get this stuff into my brain uh, it is uh most of all i think the most important factor for going down the self-taught route is that you're driven and you're able to do things for yourself like you're able to build out your portfolio you're you're willing to learn at least how to build out a portfolio and market yourself you're you know you don't need anyone you know pushing you along and of course, if uh, scheduling is an issue or if money is an issue, this is the lowest cost one and most flexible time-wise. So before uh, we, we're going to get into audience feedback next, but before we jump into that, 
I thought it'd be a good idea just briefly to talk about opportunity costs because I've noticed online a lot of people emphasize learning for free. And um, and that's fine if, if you're strapped for cash, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Do whatever fits you best. But for a lot of other people, they have the money, but they don't want to spend money on resources to learn this stuff. So those are the people I'm going to be talking to right now. Think about the opportunity costs. And what I mean by that is if you can pay money right now, whether it's a few hundred bucks or a few thousand bucks for a boot camp, um, if you could pay that money now and get hired much quicker, let's say within six months versus learning for free and then, you know, getting all that knowledge in 18 months. Well, if you learn in six months and you get your job a few months after that, then that's almost a year's worth of income you'll be making uh, versus when you took the free route and you took way longer to complete and you're making zero dollars that entire time. So I would, I was, I was kind of faced with this dilemma myself and I decided, you know what, I'm going to drop a few hundred bucks a month and, and so I can get access to these resources and these courses so I could be self-taught much quicker. And by being self-taught much quicker, I got a job much quicker and I started making much money much quicker. Some people just spend years and years down the free route and you're actually losing money because you're not making any income during that time. So just think about that you know, and, you know, make that decision for yourself. Now on to audience feedback. So Kyle and I posted a poll uh, last week asking everyone, you know, which route would you like to take and why? And we're going to go over some of the responses we got because they're really interesting. We kind of picked our favorite ones. Uh, The first one I'd like to read is from Bruno. uh, And this is this says i want to share a new perspective in here i've took the university path but mostly because i was born in a third world country and this eases the immigration requirements in the end that made the difference between moving abroad or not now to do my work i still use online i thought that was very interesting because that's not uh, a perspective i would have had and you know for anyone who's trying to move to a different country to become a software developer, depending on the country, it might look a lot better if you had an education in that topic. They might be willing to let you uh, emigrate into that country and get a work visa that way. Um, What do you think, uh, Kyle? Yeah, um, for anybody that's watching or listening, just keep in mind, me and Eman are from the States. We uh, have a certain level of privilege when it comes to choosing one of these paths. We have the flexibility to choose uh, boot camp or um, or self-taught, and that's still kind of looked at the same at this moment, it seems like uh, the same as a university. So a university doesn't necessarily mean um, that somebody is ranked higher when going through the interview process. It's more about like what you're able to bring to the table. However, based off of your geographical location, um, it might be completely different. Um, Culture does play a huge part in this. So if you're in a situation kind of like Bruno to where, you know, university or school is the only way out, then, you know, you have to keep in mind that your circumstances are much different than our circumstances and uh, the point of views that we're speaking from. Yeah. And I, and I love that we got user feedback for this reason, because I wouldn't have thought of this on my own as a pro, you know, but, yeah. you know, sourcing it to the community, we get all these different perspectives. Uh, the second one, do you want to share the second one? 
Yeah. Well, keep in mind, I'm a little bit bad at reading. So uh, that's why I don't read books. I watch videos and that's why I make videos. But anyway, um, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, but it, the next uh, the next tweet comes from Danny Behar, I think. Um, and it says, a boot camp would keep me motivated and give me a structured path to learn and ask the right questions. I feel that my university path was unfocused, theoretical, to the point of nothing sticking in my mind. It was also much more time and money than what I needed to spend. So that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in regards to um, the university path um, being, you know, it being outdated, right? You can have outdated information because it takes a long time for these curriculums to get up to date and technology is moving way faster than anything else in the world, right? So uh, you have this outdated information and then when it comes to actually doing the job, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, getting hired, it helps a lot, but doing the job, it doesn't help so much. And um, that's something that you also need to consider when you're choosing between a university or one of the other two options. Yeah, I, I, I think two things jumped out at me with this tweet. One is university can be too theoretical. And uh, someone gave me the analogy, or I heard it online somewhere where university like a computer science degree is kind of like learning all the inner workings of a car you know you know how what the engine connects to the oil this that everything under the hood but it doesn't teach you how to drive the car whereas <laughs> if you went to, where, yeah like if you went to boot camp or you did self-taught you're going to learn how to drive the car but you don't know all the theory and all the inner workings of the computer and how it works the zeros and ones so keep that in mind and uh, he, I also like that he brought up uh, the, the structuredness of boot camps. This is a weakness of self-taught sometimes, depending on you know how you do self-taught. You need to figure out on your own what's what order to learn things in. Next tweet, Vladimir Romashkin. I hope I pronounced your name right. This is, uh, I believe he was saying, you know, you should, he, he was uh, saying the school route is the best in his opinion. And he said, if you're not forced to do homework, learn languages, listen to lectures who have written books, in most cases, you can't force yourself. Uh, I think th there was a context to this tweet that uh, I just realized that is kind of missing here. But he was saying that essentially what school does is it holds you accountable and a lot of people don't have that self-discipline and drivenness to do that. And that's okay. That's actually like a part of human nature. It's very hard to, you know, make yourself do things over a long period of time, which the self-taught route is going to demand from you. So in his opinion, it's actually pretty good to just go to university because it's you just show up, do your work, and you're good. And you're, you're kind of held accountable by spending all that money. Uh, Kyle, you want to take it away with Fred's tweet? Yeah, so Fred said, uh, uh, self-taught slash online, there's so many free, re free online resources now versus six years ago. And I think employers are more open to hire self-taught developers. Now, this is definitely something that I totally agree with. Um, I think I started around six years ago, too. Um, and essentially, everything he's saying in this tweet explains my experience to the T. Um, there weren't as many resources uh, back then as there are now. You can go so many different routes with the online 
um, path you can learn through online courses, Udemy, Coursera, uh, um, like there's there's so many uh, online courses, right? Then you have the YouTube path, right? And then there's even like um, what's the free free code camp? Free code camp. They they have some mobile stuff now. Um, so there's all kinds of different paths that you can take to learn programming now that just simply weren't available just five years ago. And I think that number is going to continue to grow. So as time goes on, you're just more likely to find more and more resources that will teach you whatever you need to know um, online for free or for very, relatively cheap. Right on. And uh, yeah, if, if all employers care about is if you have the skills and you could show them that you have those skills. And today, the beauty of the internet, you can learn those skills from your house if you wanted to. And there's like, like you said, Kyle, there's just so much you could choose to learn from today. Uh, when we started, it was kind of like there are much fewer options and we were kind of stuck with crappier resources sometimes. Yeah. Old, old documentation from like ancient history that we had to go through to figure out how things work. Oh, and, and also and also remember that uh, Swift wasn't even accepted back then. So it was like everything's still kind of being pushed towards Objective-C. And we were yeah. like, oh, well, Swift, okay. And well, it's like, oh, man. People crazy. were still saying you need <laughs> to learn both Swift and Objective-C. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to do that, you know. But yeah, yeah. Man, we're, we're definitely in a good spot today. Uh, Flow Writes Code said, this is what I did. Learned basics via books then tutorials, blogs, and Stack Overflow. I started programming seven years before going to university. The reason I thought I'd share this one is because it's interesting. This person did self-taught first, and then much later, they went to university, right? And, you know, university isn't just to help you get a job. It can also just be like, if you're self-taught, you just want to learn more about the field you're in, Maybe you want to go deeper in your profession and be more fulfilled and understand, uh, have a deeper understanding of things. That's kind of where I'm at right now, too. I, I keep thinking about going back to school for that reason. So, yeah, I this, thought that this was an is, interesting perspective. This is like a great point. Like, um, now that I know what I want to do with the rest of my life, I am definitely considering going back to a university, like when, you know, when the world gets closer back to normal and you can actually go in person because um, I think I want that experience. Um, but I, I want to go just because I want the experience and that that foundation that I may have been missing in the past. I don't think that it's really going to add to my programming skills, but I would like to have a better understanding just for me. Um, and I think that a university can provide that. So, um, you know, Flow writes code. I think I think they're onto something really great here. And also, like now that they went through the self-taught path, I think that Flow writes code actually has a YouTube channel and they're teaching stuff on YouTube oh, nice. as well. So it's like these self-taught developers, like some of them actually come back and they start giving back to the community and they start teaching from a position of, you know what, I was stuck here and this is where I wanna help other people, you know, achieve much further. So um, really cool. Um, so uh, the last one is coming from, um, uh, I am going to butcher your name, I apologize. It's from, I think, Iro Alhonen. I hope I said that right. Um, so they said, I would go 100% self-taught slash online. In my experience, university gives a good foundation, but you still need to learn everything practical yourself since all they teach, uh, all, all the tech they teach is outdated. No experience on boot camps. So uh, Ira is kind of 
um, repeating back essentially what we kind of uh, said earlier, where uh, there's there's a lot of good online stuff out there that you can just learn by yourself. And then the fact that the university does kind of have some outdated courses when you go, depending on where you go. So uh, just keep that in mind. Right, exactly. Um, this is like my recommendation. If you're doing the university route, just make sure a year before you graduate, just start doing self-taught. University is kind of funny because you're going to do self-taught anyway. You're just going to be doing it while you're learning the theoretical and the math and all that stuff. Do the self-taught. Pick a platform and learn it. So let's let's share the poll results we got. Uh, so this poll ran for like maybe almost a week. And the question was, which route would you take if you were learning programming today and why? So self-taught slash online uh, was the overwhelming majority, 57.3%. Uh, the next one was school or university, 23.6, boot camp at 16.8, and other at 2.3. I think the other, no, people didn't tweet us and specify what the other was, but I think uh, the idea was that they would have done a combination of each or depending on where they are at in life, like if they were financially stable, they might have chosen one versus the other. But yeah, it seems like uh, self-taught is the most uh, popular one. For most people, I think we'd both recommend self-taught because you get to kind of dip your toes into programming. It's not a huge commitment initially, and you kind of uh, get to see if it's for you. And, you know, you can learn as quickly as you want. Yeah, the, the way that I kind of read these results, if you look at it, it's like self-taught slash online versus um, some type of structured online learning, right? Or some type of structured learning, right? So when you look at it like that, it's almost 50-50. And, um, and it's essentially saying like, okay, um, do you have the ability to teach yourself? And some people might think back like, oh, I, I might have went down this route and you know what? I think I could have just went, I could have probably taught myself this. Or it could be somebody saying like, you know what? I went down the self-taught route or I went down the school university route and I like that. Or they could be saying like, yeah, I made it here doing self-taught, but it was much harder than it needed to be. And I would have preferred some type of structure. And that's kind of what I'm looking at right here when I see that 57% are saying self-taught slash online. And then, um, you know, the majority of the percent saying school, university, or a boot camp. So um, it really comes down to you. Are you somebody that absolutely needs structure to get anything done? Or do you think that you have the willpower to push yourself forward or just find programming interesting enough to like continue going down that path and keep at it? So I th that's, that's kind of my perspective on what the end results were. Nice, nice. And uh, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, we are going to be throwing up another poll shortly after. Actually, it's going to be before this episode even releases. So check that out. We're hoping to get community feedback on uh, most episodes going forward. And uh, Kyle, you want to kind of share where people can find you and all that? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at kilo underscore loco that's at k-i-l-o underscore l-o-c-o and that's on twitter and email yeah you can find me on twitter as well at iman harut e-m-a-n-h-a-r-o-u-t thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the code passionately podcast and we look forward to uh, having you guys enjoy the next episode take care that's right
Go out there and keep coding passionately.